Just text GUYS to 60777 and we'll call you back to start your free PPI check. Text GUYS to 60777 now. The Claims Guys. Welcome to Shouldn't You Be Working, it's Sam Peck and Mark Hellings on uh, Wandsworth Radio. Exactly, 1 till 3pm every Sunday. Mark's been on a few holidays recently, that's why his voice has been slightly absent from the studio. Hello. So you're back. Thank you, yeah. I'm glad to be here. Uh, Shouldn't You Be Working essentially is the show that looks into dream jobs and as it is the summer festival season we kick off a new product. Our own festival. Feature. Feature. Feature called Restival. Where everyone's invited. To a festival whilst resting. So essentially we look at the festivals that are going on in London and around the world essentially. The best ones that are there and play the music from it so you don't actually have to leave your sweet house. And to kick things off we go to Childish Gambino with This Is America because the festival we were looking at was Lovebox yesterday. Exactly. There's actually in West London now but here it is. It's This Is America by Childish Gambino. It's going to be like a little bit of like <laughs> preamble beforehand. But I think it's like uh, builds all to it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, let's just pump it up. Pump it up, let's go. But there might be a bit more. <laughs> just general singing. Well, he's dan- Is he dancing around? He's dancing the video right now. Okay. And then he pulls out his gun. That's not cool. <laughs> we do not condone dun- guns at Wandsworth Radio, but here it goes. I think we're just having some mild silence. No. <laughs> oh no, is it? I think, I think, yeah, this is during the video where there's a, a big pause. Okay, so there's just a nice bit of silence going on in the song right now. But it's good to be back in the, on the microphone so quickly. It's nice, but we're going to go back into the song now, so enjoy. What a tune, huh? What a tune, huh? I can't believe you're in so significant <laughs> when you came back in there. Oh, what a tune! Because I'm nervous, because I haven't been in for three weeks. So you go straight for an accent, huh? Just straight, straight for the accent roll. I think significant's pretty much fair game as well, eh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not, not controversial at all. I don't think it's offensive at all. <laughs> so, back in the room. Back in the room, back chatting about dream jobs and stuff. But this time, because it's the World Cup final at three o'clock yeah you can't avoid that we got a chat about it so why we discussed we discussed talking about 
discussing <laughs> <laughs> underdogs. Yeah. And that's because of England's... Well, this microphone is so high. Um, it's mainly because of England's great run in the World Cup of Russia, 2018. Yeah. We got to the semi-finals, but were we just underdogs? Well, no, I think we were underdogs. But then England's always overdogging as well because we're supposed because apparently we invented the game, right? True. Beautiful, beautiful game. Beautiful game. And if you didn't, if that wasn't very clear, because <laughs> I don't think it was, we're going to discuss underdogs. Yeah. And the main reason we're going to discuss underdogs is because England always portrays themselves as an underdog. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we were. But I don't know, because the thing is, Sam, look at us. We don't know much about football, right? No. We're not, this isn't a sports hour. Who are we kidding? We ain't kidding no one. But got well and truly up for it. Yeah, well, I think I've said it before, but the only reason I actually even remotely cared is because I had no expectation until we beat Sweden in the quarterfinal. And then I wanted, not to win, because I knew that France would destroy us, but like just get to the final, just because it's a party, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but then, I mean, because this heatwave's been going on for so long, if we had won the final... I think everyone would have lost their mind because I see people now in the street right now and I think everyone's gone delusional. It's been too hot for too long, right? Yeah, no, it's 100%. Like, I see people now not sunbathing or going for a drink on a Friday when it's sunny because three months ago, even a lick of sun, it'd been like, you know, like, (laughs) we need to go into the pub and everyone's like, (laughs) like sweating buckets and just inhaling pipe. But now it's like, I'm actually just going to watch a film. Is that yeah? It's got to the point now where everyone's starting to draw the curtains, which is pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what? I get why they do it in Spain. Now it's the so European hot. diet of closing those curtains. It is, and you know what? European houses are designed for the heat. Spain, cold, hard floors. Yeah, which you just want to lie on. Exactly, wooden shutters. What do we have in England? Carpet. Carpet. Curtains. Thick wool carpet and curtains. <laughs> curtains and double glazing. But it hasn't We're been. destined to be hot. <laughs> it hasn't been. I can't remember the last time that it's been hot for three weeks on the trot. No. And my house now is like a constant rating. I've got this constant um, like film of grease all over my body just from sweating slightly all the time. That's just your normal persona. It could be the depths of winter and you've got that film of grease on you. Yeah. You just don't wash. I don't, yeah, no, I don't wash. How many showers a day do you have? Well, I have too many showers a day. Go on. I could talk about it at length. How many showers do you think is too many showers? I'd say anything above two. Well, I have two showers. <laughs> <laughs> because the old, when we're pumping the guns. That's the thing. I used to, this is disgusting, but I used to have a shower a week at uni. What? Yeah, like literally my girlfriend got me showering more. I can imagine. Yeah. Why were you showering once a week? That's horrible. Uh, I think it was mainly, and I'd be going out like three times a week as well. I just felt like I didn't smell, and I and I know for a fact I didn't smell because I got people to check all the time. No, that is because I, I uni. I thought I didn't smell, and then one day I took the jumper home, and my mum was like, "This is horrible." I'll be honest. I've got a musk about me. I'm a very musky person, but not an old spice. Must. No, That's I think quite more attractive than that. No, <laughs> no, like a, a treasure chest, <laughs> <laughs> like a wooden oaky smell. No, uh, if you don't shower, uh, if if you only shower once a week, then you're going to end up with some disease. Yeah, and the other thing that England is kind of turning into is a paradise, which is also <laughs> our next song by Cutsnake. And by the way, Cutsnake, I've played them before. Such cool DJs, and I'll tell you why I after. Why I. Why I? Why I bet? Uh, I knew that. <laughs> I will tell you after why Cut Snake are so cool. But this is Cut Snake Paradise.
And we're back, because we didn't want to play that song just yet, so we're not gonna. That's the next song we're gonna play, but there is a reason for the playing. But Sam, you've made it back into the... (laughs) Sam had to run back into the studio there, because he was messing around on his phone. Yeah, that song is a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Is my uh, microphone up? Uh, Yes, it is. I believe so. Nice. Uh, So, Sam. Yes. those, Those cut snakes. You wanted to explain why they're so cool. <laughs> I did, and I, I said I would as well. And also, lovely song there, right? Yeah, but as we just realised, incredibly short. What was that, like a minute? No, it was 3.45. Wow. Time flies. Time flies when you're having a lovely time listening to a song. But the main reason Cut Snake are such cool DJs, and I think I've said this pretty much for the last three weeks in a row, is because they are two professional surfers, yeah? Yeah. And... When they started to obviously lose their ability to surf, well, as, <laughs> as the, you know, like you know, when you get a bit older, through disability. No, I think it was actually one of them through partying. Like he literally just partied so hard, and he started getting loads of like Instagram followers and stuff for the partying. And then when he started to like lose some competitions and stuff, he was like, you know what, I'm actually gonna now become a DJ. <laughs> so now one of them, part of Cut Snake called Fisher, Paul Fisher is a sensational DJ and he just makes banging tunes. So he started out as a professional surfer, getting rip bod, living in Hawaii and all that jazz. Mm. Now he literally like tours the world being a DJ, has a residency in Ibiza and he just lives in Australia. He's like an Australian guy. He's literally like the dream. He's, he, he's like an Australian. He's, but he's not that handsome and I think he's a bit creepy at times. Uh, I, yeah, I can imagine that's part of the course uh, when you're a dance DJ. Is he the cut or the snake? I think he's the cut. And so... Actually, yeah, he'd be a snake, because he's quite, like, snaky. Little slithery man. Yeah. Is, is, that, are we, is this all allegedly, or has he done something? Mm, no, it's just through, through his creepy Instagram, he does some weird stuff, which is like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that, that. that's not cool. Well, the song's all right. But back to uh, being an underdog. Yes, because that's actually what we're talking about this week, and it's all been kicked off because of England losing the World Cup. And yeah, and then and they were portrayed as underdogs. Just been reading now about the old uh, World Cup final. Who do you think the underdog is for the actual thing? Obviously, it's going to be Croatia. You are correct. Yeah, according I, to the news, I desperately want Croatia to win. That's football. Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you not want them to win? Uh, do you want the French to win? Yeah. Well, uh, do you hate the French? Don't hate the French. <laughs> Any French listeners out there, we're appreciative of your or listenership. Don't have a good weekend, though, because it was Bastille Day, day uh, yesterday. What is Bastille Day? Bastille Day. I What's think that? it's uh, independence. I think. Independence it, from what? The revolution. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so there was fireworks going off, and then today, if they win the World Cup, I'm assuming it's within their legal right to uh, burn, France to the, burn Paris to the ground. Yeah, and be like Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake and all that jazz. Yeah. Slightly irrelevant comment. It's just the only thing that I know about. <laughs> you were just trying to get something in there. I just needed something to say. And like, uh, Les Miserables, you know? That but is that, a French thing. But that actually was about the revolution. Is, yeah, the revolution. <laughs> Viva la revolution. <laughs> Viva la revolution. Viva uh, la France. I want France to win. Do you want... No. Is well, it because like, you holiday in France every year and you're posh? I holiday in Monaco, mate. You did actually hold on. Wrong place. Yeah, but didn't you like have, you were like bragging to me the other day about you're like, so I was actually in Monaco and then like for lunch we had uh, dinner in Spain Uh, (laughs) and then we, and then we went to breakfast in Geneva (laughs) (laughs) and then we had a lovely little appetizer in France. It is so, yeah, so great. It's so easy to boast about that place because it is so small. So you can do all of that. How big is it? Recommend it, mate. 
recommend it. Couldn't recommend it enough. I'm really nice. If you really get the chance to go, then you should definitely just hit that up. If you just, you know, all I'd say is what? Withdraw three and a half K and uh, just <laughs> yeah. nip there to the airport, private jet. It's great. Have a mad one, get a chopper to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> the beach is man made and it's a bit, it's a bit weird, a bit filthy. Is it dirty sand? It's it's completely like made up builders sand, so it's like hundreds of like micro thin pebbles as opposed to real sand. Mm. So you can't really dig your feet in, you know. Don't trust That's my it. only complaint. Yeah, Monaco, if you're listening, uh, make the sand finer. <laughs> would it kill you? And you'd get my custom back, <laughs> and I would literally on on radio give you a good review. Yeah. The one thing I found expensive when I was in Marbella, oh yeah, um, <laughs> is water sports. So you know, like you go down what, to the what beach. Type? Uh, all of them jet so skis or jet skis very expensive but I wanted to do the the hydro like jet pack do you know oh, the one that I mean? must be serious bunts oh my word so jet ski for half an hour 120 euros that's ridiculous that's, that's mental yeah the hydro jet pack 120 for 15 minutes that's insane and that for an hour that's nearly 800 quid I know like it's it's, well, it's 500 but like it's disgustingly expensive and when you break it down to euros per minute you're, like, you're rich like you're just you're propping yourself up on euros yeah and if you break it down to euros per second yeah you talk, yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna do that and then if you yeah and then if we go further then i'm just getting a calculator <laughs> out. Oh. So, like if we just all if you know that yeah <laughs> text in how much was it 150 euros for 15 minutes. 150 euros. It's 120 euros for 15 minutes. That's probably a very easy, Simon. It's just that I'm scared of math. Yeah, I'm not going to do it as well because it's not good. But we were talking about underdogs and this next song. Why? Yes. Why? Why are we playing it? So, because well, because England dropped out and maybe fell out of the World Cup. Fell out with themselves. Didn't fall out with Southgate though. Everyone loves him. So essentially, they're fallout boys. They're fallout boys, but we haven't fallen out with them. Apparently, everyone hates Sterling. Don't really know why. why. He did an absolute sensational job. Apparently he didn't score enough goals. True fact. And also, <laughs> before we go into Fallout Boy, it's hard to say I do when I don't. That's the song coming up. But before we do that, apparently England scored... More, okay, oh, so God, the only know. country <laughs> to score less goals from open play than England was Iran. Wow. So essentially we can only score free kicks. Oh, it's corners, all set pieces. Penalty. It's yeah. all set pieces, mate. What does that mean? We're uh, ruthless in our set pieces. What does that mean that we're good? I think set pieces is like corners. So we're good at that? Apparently, we're ruthless. <laughs> and so with the songs playing, by the way, I, I like Sterling. I like all those boys. I very, like them all. They're all great guys. Very nice guys. Yeah. Me and Kane the other day were just chilling at my house. <laughs> and oh, yeah? Why wasn't he in the World Cup? Oh, no, I was in Russia. Might have got house in Russia. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter's cried. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, but this is. Oh, do you want to know more? Fallout Boy. It's the uh, bonus track you got if you bought the CD at Walmart in 2007. That's so nerdy that you know that. And also, Fallout Boy sellouts. What? <laughs> bonus track with Walmart. You love Fallout. I do. I absolutely. They're playing them. at Reading, so that's part of our festival thing. But, but we're going to be doing that next week. Yeah, throw it up. Here it is, Fallout Boy. It's hard to say I do when I don't. That's such an aggressive song. Oh, that is because it's the end of the album. Oh, is it actually? When it says, now press repeat. 
Oh, is it like them being cool? Yeah, like, hey, listen to the whole thing again. Now, please repeat. That's, two, that, that's how it was. Two, Cringe. Two, 2007. Before Fall Out Boy playing at Reading this year. Yes, they are. And wait, have they played again? They've played loads of places since. They bought out an album like last month. I thought that they had just stopped. And actually, they played in Brixton in London initially like two months ago. I remember going past Electric Brixton or whichever, yeah. whatever the main venue is and being like, I had no idea because I'd have definitely bought a ticket. They look old. Like those, those are kind of one of those things. Like feel old yet? And you see the uh, lead singer of Fall Out Boy, and you go, "Wow, I do feel old because he looks ancient now." Really? That's so sad. Like I hate it when the, like, the bands that were cool start to get really old. Well, do you know how old are they? It won't mean anything to you. <laughs> Did <laughs> you? Hey, I got a, I got an old thing. Uh, saw a meme today. Go on. 2006 is as far away from now as uh, 2030. Oh, Ooh. that is depressing. And 2007 was when that Fallout Boy song came out. Well, I've got a really depressing fact. Not that it relates to anyone except for my dad, but <laughs> <laughs> my dad's what? birthday was two days ago, Friday, and he turned 65. Okay. And my dad is further away to 40 than I am. Oh, who's that more depressing for? I don't know. It's pretty depressing for both of us. But you know the uh, yeah, sixty-five, the old rhyme, sixty-five, time to be alive. Really? No. Oh. Uh, so underdogs. Speaking <laughs> underdogs. Of your dad. <laughs> yes. So underdog question for you, for you related to rock and roll music. Oh yeah. Who is an underdog in the world of rock and roll? Well, that's an incredibly hard question to give because to me. Just to give you like a, to kick it off, I don't think Fall Out Boy are an underdog band. One that I do kind of think is an underdog band is that one that you would like and they did that song called Sahara and Miami and there's a band that everyone should know <laughs> Why they went to Oxford Vampire Weekend not Vampire Weekend they didn't get to Oxford. similar though why don't you know they Sahara is like the biggest Google Span- it. Spanish Sahara but when you say Spanish Sahara no when you, you google it i an underdog for a band would be a band that you'd never think are going to produce a good album but always come out with a good one yeah, that's what. Well, these ones are like never headline. I feel really bad about them. Uh, maybe yeah, so a, a band that should headline, headline but never does headline. Yeah, exactly. It, this is exactly my thing, and I'm. Why can't I remember the name of the band? This is bad if you came up with this during the song and then you forgot about no, it. No, I just came up with it right then. Um, I can't believe you don't know the, the people who made that song Sahara. It's like the most well-known, great song as well. I know that there is someone who made a song called Sahara called Bears Den, but you won't be talking about them. No, I know that you went to see them as well, and you're like, oh, I love yeah, them way too because that was a Tuesday night, and that was embarrassing because everyone else had left from work, and me and my friends took the day off so we could get extra mullet. That and is it pathetic. Was pathetic. <laughs> it is. I'm still trying. I know they were like at Glastonbury in 2016, and I'm dra- well, like desperately looking through the lineup right now. Find them during the next song. Yeah, I've got the definition of an underdog here. But you didn't give and me. I've a- got an example for you as well. Go on then. What do you think the archetypal example of an underdog is? Think well, back to the Bible. I think I know this because I was looking at this exact article. It's David and Goliath. It's old David and Goliath, <laughs> which is actually a Jewish. Uh, story, I think, isn't it? Well, is the Bible Jewish? No, David's God of the Jewish people or something. Nah. Uh, really? Check it out. I, literally, well, I was reading it like very lightly, so don't call me up on this. David and Goliath was my favourite story in the theology classes we took in primary school. Really? My favourite one was obviously Jesus and the 5,000 fish, because, like, what a legend. Oh, yeah, and it's like. Falls. Oh, I hate the falls. What? You don't like the falls. I love the falls. That's like the only band I like. What about the wombats? 
The Wombats genuinely can just uh, go away. We're going to play one song by the Wombats. Oh, the Wombats are so bang Alvarage. Yeah, they are bang Alvarage. Is, but it the, is one that the, the one that's like, I'm moving to yeah. New York? That's a good song, actually. It's right. It's that, it's that. Um, yeah. But the Foles are underdogs. But what was your favourite song? No, favourite. Uh, yeah, 5,000, Feeding the Fish. Yeah, Feeding the Fish, 5,000, and also the Good Samaritan story. What about Water into Wine? Water into Wine, legend. Um, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> winking at you going, I'll have a glass of water, please. Yeah, Jesus. Were you, Jesus? <laughs> Do you think he was real? Uh, Jesus was real, yeah. Do you think he was an underdog? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think he might no have been. No one saw him coming. No. bang, he's got a religion going for 2,000 years. <laughs> he's done really well out of it. Yeah, apart but, from the dying. But he's coming back. Is he coming back? But no, when he comes back, we're all dead, aren't we? I think that's Jehovah's Witnesses are saying that, yeah. No, but I think that's the whole thing with the second coming of Jesus. If you've seen that very accurate American Dad episode where <laughs> Jesus comes back and it's the apocalypse. This is you getting all of your stuff from Seth MacFarlane's cartoons. It's Seth MacFarlane or The Simpsons. You, the only, this last time we did this, you said the only reason you knew about the Iraq war is because he had parodied it in Family Guy. Uh, yes, about Osama bin Laden being found. Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. <laughs> that, that brings it, that, that's what we got to remember. Is what that are we now th- doing? Which dictators <laughs> are underdogs? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> no, Saddam was very much not an underdog. No, I want to get our... <laughs> You know, our fans, so I remember that your fans are called Saddams. Oh. And mine are maggots. You're, oh, yeah, mine's Saddams, who's Pex. Yeah, yeah, Saddam, Pex are your fans, and then if you're a fan of me, you're called a maggot. <laughs> yeah, Mark's maggots. <gasps> maggots unite! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you're a fan of, if you're a maggot or a Saddam, text in. And you know what? It's actually quite a fun text to that one. I'm going to, let's go with that one out. If you were a famous rock band listeners, what would your fans be called? Yeah, because Slipknot's and Maggots. Slipknot's and Maggots, minus Sedans. I don't want the Sedans, because that's like slightly offensive to loads sad. of people. No, they're Sam fans. Oh, Sam fans. Sedans. Sedans. Now, I'll, I'll come up with another one, but if you have a good idea for... A, give us your name, and B, then give us what your fans would be called. And your postcode. And your postcode. Blood type. Blood type. Bank statement. Bank statement. Proof <laughs> of address for three months. Yeah, as and well. then we'll put you on the show. Put you on a show for two minutes and then we'll rinse you. No, <laughs> but send us your name and the, your fans. Yeah, the name of your fans. Yeah. Okay. And if you're an underdog or not, just so it ties back <laughs> just in. Just say yes or no. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you one person who is a bit of an underdog in my eyes. Yeah. Is George Ann Smith. Georgia Smith. She's not. Is she not? Everyone really thinks she's going to do well all the time. No, but the thing is, she has, she, she's got like... I didn't really know about her until quite recently. So, and I feel like she's so talented, she should be bigger. Okay. So that's why we're going to play a song by her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's Blue Lights. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. This is Blue Lights, Georgia Smith. And message us about your fans at Wandsworth Radio on Twitter. And also your favourite uh, story in the Bible. No, don't do that. <laughs> Twitter. Bye. Uh, no, not bye. Here's Georgia Smith, <laughs> Blue Lights. Another intro, another slow intro uh, to begin with. I'm off to go get that wombat song. song. Alright, treat yourself. Here's Georgia Smith, Blue Lights. Mark and I may have accidentally played the adverts a little bit late, so well, apologies for that. Don't admit to it on the radio. Actually, yeah, you're right. We didn't. It was Mark. 
I would <laughs> I have no control over that thing. Mark, it was all you. Just admit it. I don't know how to use the volume. You fraud, all right? I If I had done it, I'd take the rap. But, you know, I'm not going to stand here and st- and plead guilty to something I'd rather do. I'd rather spend the rest of my life in prison. Well, you might as well get ready for it. Because you are going to prison. Wandsworth prison. On, well, literally, there is a prison in Wandsworth. Yeah. Because we sponsor it. <laughs> do we? No. Oh, right. We yeah. don't sponsor anything. People sponsor us. We're charity radio. And we also sponsor fun things for the whole community. We, yeah. We actually do. We did that festival a couple of weeks ago. What was it? I think it was Falcon Road Festival, where we had some like people from the community come play and some bands and all that jazz. Was there a falcon there? There was. There were six falcons. Two children got lost to the falcons. <laughs> have you ever seen a falcon in real life? Um, are falcons actually things? Falcons 100% are things. They're birds. But is a falcon its own thing, or does it have to be a peregrine falcon? Uh, we're not going into your nerdy... Mark on the weekend is actually a bird watcher. A Twitcher. A Twitcher. I'm not a Twitcher at all. I don't. You are. Just say it. Me and Charlotte were chatting about it the other day over text. Absolutely. <laughs> what, my GF? Your GF, yeah. Absolutely hate birds, to be fair. Could do without them because they keep on defecating on my windows. Oh, yeah. And I actually feel quite bad for pigeons sometimes because, you know, when they've got those spiky things on bridges to stop them standing. They're called flock off. Flock off. Seriously. Mm. That sounds like a naughty swear word, I which I'm that's, sure that's the intention. That is the intention. But with pigeons, pigeons are so stupid that they just keep standing on them. And I've seen some really like deformed <laughs> pigeons where like they've got like one dodgy leg. That's not from the flock off. That is what do you think? It's battle? No it could be battle. That'd be cool if it was battle, but that no, it's much more disgusting. It's they those legs drop off because they spend too much time standing in their own doo doo. Is that actually what it is? Yeah. Pigeons, come on. So you see those pirate pigeons walking around with stumps. Yeah. And they just need... I think there should be like a TV show called like Pigeon Saviors where essentially like, I don't know, Ben... Who's that guy, that sailing one? Ben Ainsley. Ben, <laughs> ben Ainsley goes around and gives pigeons little peg legs. To yeah. kind of make um, them feel better. Or the super vet. That's probably makes more sense. Or like, yeah, instead of actually help... Ben Ainsley is the Olympic sailor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why would he be so interested? Uh, well, he's just desperate for the work, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not got anything to do anymore. Uh, especially in this weather, there's no wind. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, sailing, you need it. But I'm sure on the open sea, there'd be... So are you saying that the pigeon uh, is show would be helping them with giving them prosthetics or you're saying making them look like pirates? So it's <laughs> Ben Ainsley going up behind a pigeon with a tiny eye patch. Oh, I like that though because that's got the sailing angle to it. Yeah. It could be called Ben Ainsley's Pigeon Pirates and essentially we, they go around and make pirate pigeons. Yeah, but no, but no prosthetic legs, no help. No help, but I think there obviously has to be some prosthetics because A, you could get a little uh, hook for a pigeon. What, on the, on the wing? On the wing, it would actually really inhibit its yeah. ability to fly. Tattoo, it's uh, an anchor on its... Exactly. Bice and it would set. need a little wooden peg leg. Yes. And it could actually even get a mini parrot for its, yeah. its, <laughs> yeah, its own bird. Exactly, and it just goes, Pages are right. So, uh, and also falcons are a, a class of bird. There is no specific bird called a falcon. Cool, thanks for killing the buzz there. Mark, <laughs> can I throw a question at you or are you going to throw a question at me? No, throw a question at me. What bird is an underdog? What, a bird that you think is going to do badly that does well? Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, a hummingbird? Now, they're very much on... They're mm. very much on task. Because you know what? They're a nifty little creature, aren't they? They whip it. And are, are hummingbirds really birds? Because I've, I've seen one, and they're the size of bugs. Yeah. So I think if it wasn't for the feathers, 
they wouldn't technically they'd, be classed. They'd be little bugs. Another one for Mark. Hummingbird's actually a type of bird. It's not a specific bird. That is very true. But um, is it actually as well? Well, it must be. Welcome to Wandsworth Radio's Bird Hour with Mark Ellings. And uh, oh, another funny thing about pigeons and Monaco. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mark Ellings' Pigeon and Monaco Hour. Talk about the holiday he went on. Um, you're on the beach. Last thing you expect to see is a pigeon. But you're in Monaco because it's a city. Fat pigeon next to you. It ruins the vibe. Big dench pigeon. Yeah, because normally when you see, I mean, if you're in the UK, because I went, I went to Brighton as well recently. Seagulls are getting too big. That's a thing. Is that actually a thing? I, th- I mean, I saw one in Brighton and it was a tiny dinosaur. It was up to my waist. Yeah, because you know what? It's very hard to keep pointing out the underdogs, but it's very easy to point out the overdogs. Yeah. And a seagull is an overdog. Big, they've had too many chips. They, they are literally lads now, aren't they? They're just like big geezers. Yeah. And they'll have you. I was having a pint, and one of them literally sat next to me, like sidled up next to me. I wasn't going to ask it to move. He had a drink. He he had his his wing around your girl. (laughs) (laughs) Or girl. Yeah, or girl. Bird. Exactly. Wing around your bird. I feel like it's sexist. Yeah. Um, It is. Don't say that, Mark. I didn't say that. Classic (laughs) Mark. Classic Mark again. No, it's not. But um, seagulls, arm around your girl. And he's just like, he's just whispering things in her ear, and yeah. she's kind of laughing a bit. And you're like, and then you go, "What's going on here?" And then he's, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Whoa, soz, pal." Um, but we're gonna go to a song, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of holidays yeah. and seagulls and birds, whilst I was in this place, this beautiful county, yeah, state of America, yeah. I genuinely saw a bald eagle, or what I thought was a bald eagle. But either way, it was massive, this bird. Was it bald? No, it was just a huge bird. And it was in California, and it's Phantom Planet by California. Oh, okay. And this is a tune. So enjoy the sun, listen to this song. And I think the World Cup's kicking off in an hour and 15. But so come on, you crows. Croatians? Are they called crows? No, they're not called crows. Cool if they were. <laughs> It'd be so useful right now in this <laughs> bird link. But yeah, here it is, Phantom Planet, California. Back in hey, the studio. You are listening to Sam Peck and uh, Mark Ellings on Wandsworth Radio. On shouldn't you be working? Exactly. And this week we are talking about underdogs because of the England team uh, were underdogs. Were underdogs at the World Cup in Russia 2018. Right now, World Cup finals happening. Are you, be, wa- yeah. are you watching? Me, myself, oh, the game. Are you? No. Do you wanna? No, because as I was like, I, I got completely wrapped up in the football as we spoke about earlier. But, but then, as soon as England got knocked out, I literally walked home. And yeah. I was like, don't, I will never think about England again for another four years. I was actually hurt, like a little bit sad. Did you really? Yeah. Did you watch it in a crowd? I watched it in a crowd, and the atmosphere was sour to <laughs> say the least. But like, kind of like, England, we're really proud of you, but like, it's really a shame that we're not winning because it had just been so fun. I don't care about the football. I just want to get party. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, also just to say that you were alive when it happened. Yeah, like even getting to the final would be like, Dad, Dad tell me about when England got to the final. I'd be yeah. like, well, son, for three whole weeks I 
barely didn't have any less to drink than four pints a night. <laughs> and then immediately after, when we lost, you know, no one really cared, but we had a day off anyway. Yeah, I, a day off, that wouldn't happen either. If we won the World Cup, we might be able to get in late the next day. Yeah, you could get in late, but all of this, everyone was like, oh, the government should give us a day off. That's the last thing on their mind. Yeah, they're like, well, we were actually thinking about taking away a bank holiday. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, well, we're probably going to take away <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of the big companies are lobbying pretty well and yeah. you guys aren't very good at organising yourself you've let <laughs> us do it for you idiota idiota <laughs> idiota <laughs> but Mark are you an underdog <laughs> or have I ever been an underdog I would say I'm an average dog I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's I, when we go into a competitive state it's not going Mark's going to come out on top but neither are they going to say hey I don't think Mark's going to do well here it's more like Mark's going to get the job done okay so you're not going to overperform Porogs on play beanbag race year 6 yeah beanbag race year 6 that's a four way relay I'm not last going last because that's the best person goes last yeah like Usain Bolt always goes last in the relay 100% I go middle of the pack Nice. So I'm. I will pick up the third beanbag to put in the sack. I think I did mess it up though. I think I tripped over. <laughs> but that's exactly like what you would do. What? Just trip up. I did. Fail. It wasn't my uh, best moment. But did you ever take part in a beanbag race? Not a beanbag race. But I was trying to think of times when I've been in an underdog situation from either side. You and again, come back to school races. What is it called? Sports day. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The only example that I can actually think of is when, because I was a quite a large child, I'm six foot four now, so like, as a kid I've always been pretty tall, and quite chunky, like, I was essentially fat, but like, it looked at times like, oh, Sam's just like, relatively big. Mm. Not like fat, but like, just big, so he should be good at shot put. <laughs> and I was at doing the shot put thing, and there was this tiny little nipper next to me, I was also small, I was a child, probably about 12. But he looked small, but you could tell that he had strength, monkey strength. You know, that kind of <laughs> like, he could probably take out an adult, yeah. a child. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just small, but like, raised, stocky. Raised by wolves. Yeah, and it was like, what does your dad do? And he was like, my dad's a builder. And they'd yeah. be like, all right. So it's like, no, build every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you're going to absolutely demolish me. And everyone was like, Sam, Sam. And I was the overdog. You were the overdog. Yeah. So he was the underdog. So he was the underdog. And I underperformed miserably <laughs> like literally it was like because <laughs> I've never had strength <laughs> I've literally like I'm immensely I'm probably at my strongest now I've ever been well and that's that weak and that is very weak like I could barely lift weights so then it was humiliating to then just get smashed as this kid like lobbed a ball probably like half his weight <laughs> like 10 times further than me bit of a David v Goliath situation exactly D versus G Dolce and Gabbana Exactly, that's how it all started off there. Dulce and Gabbana is the uh, Spanish version of that tale. No, it's not. It isn't. No. Oh, what? I was about to be like... Dolce. David. Was, yeah, King Dolce and Goliath. So on, on these, <laughs> as a theme, um, my mate Dave has just come back from China. He's been there for three years, yeah? And Dave is a very English name. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been living in China, and I just think it's fun that Dave has been living in China, as just having his name's Dave. Was this? Dave in China. Where's this ended? It's not really, anyway. But then I was like, does anyone call you Dave in China? And he was like, 
actually, no one calls me Dave in China. It's either Dei Wow, which mm. is the Chinese version of Dave. That's cool. Or David. <laughs> or David. <laughs> yeah, no, like... Both cool alternatives. Yeah, though. but Dave. Imagine that. Yeah. It's like Dave's in Shanghai. Dave Wow's good, though. Dei De Wow. That's awesome. Dei Wow. And I think we are going to now go to a song. Because you know what I was doing there? I was losing it. I was losing the crowd. <laughs> I wasn't having a good time. But I'll tell you who wasn't losing it in that sense, but losing it as in like losing their mind. Yeah. Is Fisher, okay. who's our next DJ. And the song is called Losing It. Did you put this song in? I did, okay. you, without your permission. Get ready for a party banger, guys. And then we're going to hit the two o'clock mark. So... That adverts as well? I think there's some adverts then, but cool. here actually it's news at two. Okay. So here it goes, it's Fisher losing it. And that was the news. I'm glad we didn't have to do it. I'm glad we didn't have to do it because I, when we do do it, I pick the fun stories and then you pick something super serious. It's because people actually need the news. You're just like, and a dog in Dover rescued someone yeah, from then, a burning house. And Boring. And then you go like, oh, and then there's a massive issue with um, like a women's rice case that's going on. And you're like, and I'm like, keep it light. What I are you talking about, um, what did we talk about last week? Bank robbing. Yeah. Not last week, it was about four months ago. Yeah, you just I'm keep holes, mate. Yeah, even traveling practically. It's summer. It is summer and it is hard because I want to be on all this. <laughs> but then also, I mean, you've been giving me raps of what you've been up to while I've been away, and it sounds like that you have a better time because you get to play that. Yeah, trash. I, just get, I just get to play dance music. And back onto that, that Fisher song, by the way, that if you liked it, is cutting edge dance music. AKA, it was released like two days ago. Okay. Um, two days. You are at the bleeding edge of uh, bad music. Dance music. So he is part of the snake. He's part of Cut Snake. And I shouldn't just play mainly Cut Snake songs, but they're really good. And if you do get a chance to see them, I don't know if they're playing, I'll try and find out for you. Um, they'd be <laughs> great. I don't even know if... I've never seen them. <laughs> they might be awful. But their music's so brilliant. Um, yeah, uh, he, he does well with all of his DJ equipment. And whilst that song was playing, Sam likes to pretend he is a DJ, but the only thing you can do in this studio is turn the volume up and down. So Sam just uses the nozzle going, oh yeah, bopping back and forwards. Just ram, 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 ram. I'll tell you the next song coming up, they are slightly underdogish, I think. Uh, what, because you never think they're going to do well, but they put out good songs? Yeah, they, I think like, their branding's rubbish. Have they given up as well? No, they bought an album last month. Who are we talking about, Mark? We're talking about the Cheeky Wombats. The Cheeky Wombats. We, we spoke about earlier, and you said that these are no good songs, but now we're playing the one good song they do do. And I think they've actually done another good song as well, because they did... Well, you are a radar... No, that's actually Radar Detective. Pigeon Detectives. Pigeon Detectives. Back to the old Pigeon Pirates. What's that moving to... Oh, that's new, moving to New York. Isn't there another one that they've done? We're doing moving to New York. Haven't they done another one as well? Uh, yeah, they have. It's called Turn. And also, the Wombats... Oh, no, it's not the Pigeon Detectives. If it was the Pigeon Detectives, we could have run with that with our previous bird riff. Exactly, with Ben Ainsley, but we're not. Um, so why don't you fire up those Wombats? Are wombats a type of beaver? I think they're a mammal. The mammalian. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the mammalian for sure. That narrows it down. <laughs> I didn't think they were lizards. Stick around to find out what animal kingdom wombats are what, part of. What, geni what genus they are. Genus Maximus. I'll actually have to look that up. So yeah, moving to New York. Let's. Are we moving to New York? 
hopefully. Okay. With Wandsworth Radio, we're going to launch Wandsworth Radio in New York. But this is moving to New York. That's fun, Pats. And you're back with Sam Peck and Mark Ellings on Wandsworth Radio. And what day is it? You'll be working uh, Sunday. And what's the day? Fifteenth of July. Exactly. And how old are you exactly to this day in <laughs> days? Doesn't I'm coming matter. up to twenty-seven. But anyway, more important oh! is that you know what twenty-seven means, though. Uh, touch heaven. Touch heaven. What does that mean? You might die. I uh, don't know. Were well, you going to be part of the twenty-seven club? Yeah, it's, it's a thing, isn't it? I'm not cool enough to be in that club. Um, but no, you're not. Wombat news. Yes. Yeah, so before, before the, the song, you made a statement which you called me out on for being an idiot, saying, "Of course they're mammals." Well, this Justin, they are marsupials. <laughs> yeah. I literally can't believe they're marsupials. Oh, wombats are short-legged, muscular, quadrupedal marsupials native to Australia. <laughs> native to Australia. <laughs> native to Australia. And they look gross. Uh, they are one meter in height and they have small stubby tails. They are basically what a dog would be if it was left in a lake No. Bed. That's not true. They are not ugly. What they are, they're like ugly pandas. They look like a bloated corpse of a guinea, rat. Guinea pig. Yeah. It looks like a panda and a rat had a baby. Yeah, and it's disgusting. And marsupials are horrible. And they could be underdogs because they wouldn't exist if Australia wasn't so cut off from the rest of the planet. <laughs> so thanks, Australia. Thanks, Australia, for that weird evolution where the babies live in pouches on the outside of the body. How did that even happen, Australia? How did you let that happen? How did you let that happen? How did kangaroos start giving birth on the outside of their bodies? Huh? You know you know what we did in the UK? Squirrels got a bit too red, so we made them extinct. Yeah. All right? <laughs> they got too red. And because we like to keep our uh, animal species classy. Very grey. Very habit to, give, to have a pouch on you the entire time. Yeah, we want nice... Clean grey animals, yeah. pigeons, rats, rats. <laughs> Even foxes nowadays are becoming less red. <laughs> they're looking. <laughs> they look, they I saw one yesterday. That's always a good. You know, when you leave somewhere, a uh, night out or something, at midnight, and then you get the treat of seeing an urban fox doing something. Yeah, we call it the night. Well, it, the bush calls it the night fox, didn't they? Crack fox. Crack fox. I call it the night fox. That was embarrassing. I was at this. Uh, beer festival thing yesterday like a tap room in Hackney so it can't get more trendy you know under a train arch a brewery opens its doors for a day yeah and in front of everyone there's stickers on the fridge I thought it was the crack fox and I was like oh it's the crack fox it wasn't the crack fox it was just another dirty looking fox uh. so it looked like I was trying to quote Boosh from years ago which is uncool in the first place yeah. and I got the reference wrong that's awful and also I think Boosh is now kind of uncool yeah. Like, Noel Fielding, no offence if you're listening, Noel, doubt what you are. Yeah, but I was going to say, I mean, he is a genie That's a stretch. Like, and also, he's, at the time, genius, but, like, I feel like that whole, like, random motorbike made of glitter, and that was That's literally quoting Buzzcocks, Buzz but it's a fair thing to say. Yeah, but no, he, no. I mean, well, we don't have to go too far into it, but anyone can say random things, but he's he can make it funny. You know? He does a pretty good job. But we were going to talk about which animal kingdom genus was the underdog. Yeah, but we've already said what marsupials. Marsupials. Is that what you what you've just come up with that on your own? I didn't say that. Oh, well, what's your genus? <laughs> I'd obviously say no. I wouldn't say reptiles because reptiles are obviously probably the dominant ones because <laughs> they've been about thousands of years. Yeah, fish are the dominant ones though. 
No, yeah, I think lizards. What lizards are the dominant ones? When the fish, mate, sharks. When the bomb, sharks. <laughs> when sharks. the bomb drops, lizards are going to be the only thing left. What? When the bomb drops on a lizard? <laughs> when the bomb drops, or bomb drops on the sea, every fish goes what? Oh no, don't matter. Yeah, they're all dead. What about the, what about the lizards, mate? They've literally just been hundred thousand degrees. Lizards just go underground for a bit. Have you seen the lizards that just um, bury themselves like those mudskipper fish? Yeah, they're creepy and gross. They're gross. Yeah. They shouldn't exist either. The sharks, mate. Yeah. You to be the only thing I can say, or you could say in response. I don't think you've got the intelligence. <laughs> is that sharks, hundred million years old? Crocodiles are also quite old, though. Yeah, but I think if it goes one on one, to who's going to live the longest? Well, the only reason sharks aren't living is because of us. The old humans are yeah. always messing it up for the other guys. Yeah. Also, I was genuinely in the birthplace of sharks the other day. So what was the birthplace of sharks? <sighs> Little Mark doesn't know, do you? Oh, uh, well, all, all sharks are born no. in one area. No, I didn't say specifically what type of shark. You idiot. <laughs> what You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. No, it's great whites. Great whites. No one really knows. Like, they haven't been able to pinpoint the exact birth location of great whites. Of course they haven't, because there is no defined location. But, <laughs> but they've narrowed it down to a part of the world, which is the coastline of California to Mexico and more Southern California and Northern Mexico. And I was literally kayaking in San Diego. Vis-a-fee, I could have been killed by a shark mark, and you don't even Vis-a-fee, care. You don't care. The radio would have been improved if you had, because I wouldn't <laughs> have to listen to that. <laughs> you don't care about me anymore, Mark. <laughs> Ever since you go on these stupid holidays, you leave me on my own. Come back with a nice tan. Come, well, I've somehow got a tan. Why haven't you got a tan? I did have a tan. Yeah, and then you washed. And I burned the side <laughs> of myself. Have you ever done that where you've forgotten to sun cream one area? So you get a lot more burnt and then a lot more tan. Just a bit, mate. When I was in Jamaica on holiday as a child, a cruise, legend, <laughs> um, my mum and dad left me swimming in the Jamaican sun without any sun cream. Hot Jamaican sun. Hot, sweet Jamaican sun. And I've got scars all on my back from where my skin blisters. Really? Yeah, bad times. Mum and dad, you genuinely should feel ashamed. Wow. No, yeah, I've never had it that bad. Did you get... Um, Sunstroke, which I think everyone's people in the office have been saying I've got sunstroke. I think you have to get really burnt for sunstroke. I think, yeah, sunstroke's like next level. I think when we beat Sweden in England's World Cup thing the other day, when England beat Sweden in the Russia World Cup the other day, I think I had sunstroke because I was battered. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's not sunstroke. You just drank too much. Yeah, but I was delirious as well. And like, the next day I was like, <laughs> Yeah, you had a massive hangover. <laughs> like, Help me. Um, but I'll tell you what would have fixed it. Uh, after sun after sun and just one kiss from a loved one or Calvin Harris or this Calvin. is one kiss with Dua Lipa Down. I was playing DJ and that's why Das is for so loud. Yeah, go blew my ears up. So do you leaper, Calvin Harris? Are they going out? Uh no. Oh right, I was well, gonna well, say well, I thought Calvin Harris was going out with Ellie Golding. Mate, Ellie Golding and Calvin Harris are going out so long ago, weren't they? But I will just quickly check that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're still together because they are committed. Do you leaper? She's a uh, She's a cool dude right now, right? Yeah, she's really well. She's like hot property, isn't she? Like, I swear, like everybody wants to do a song with her. Probably the hottest person in the game right now. Also, if you've seen that music video, which is uh, what's the one she did? Like new rules, no rules, my rules, something <laughs> to do with the rules. You know, the one where it's like 
don't pick up the phone essentially the music video to that (laughs) which is called I've Got Rules it's some song about rules people who are listening and know Dua Lipa will know the song that I'm referring to music video essentially a River Island a River Island advert okay like you look at it and you're like is this is this actually a song or is it just an advert because it's like loads of pretty girls all in like nice pretty coloured clothing just dancing around and like it's pretty much just too many shots of clothes yeah well you're just jealous that you're not in the video so uh, underdogs yeah do you um, you've been under a dog under a dog no I haven't been under a dog I kind of have actually I've been definitely oh yeah of course my little brother used to throw our dog on me quite a lot (laughs) (laughs) so what would happen is I'd just be watching TV having a little (laughs) chill with me and then my little brother would come behind me and place the dog on me and it'd be very funny because the dog smelt disgusting (laughs) yeah yeah what about when, you know, everyone goes through that once in their life when you're maybe uh, going under the sofa to collect a remote or you've lost something that you need to bend down for and then the next thing you know, there's a dog on top of you. Humping you. Humping you. That has happened to me and my sister. <laughs> we had this dog called Benson, this black lab. Yeah, feisty. Very feisty, very horny. <laughs> and uh, he'd constantly be up for it and it'd be like no <laughs> leave it Benson Benson Benson's had a few drinks he's had a few too many but it's true have you fallen in love with the dog um well all my all the dogs I've owned throughout the family life Dora my dog right now you've got a dog called Dora not personally mum's got a dog called Dora <gasps> mummy's got a dog called Dora mummy's got a dog called Dora uh, she's cool everyone thought that she started getting really fat yeah uh, so everyone stopped hanging around with her <laughs> She started to stink. Yeah, no, it's dogs that smell genuinely get rid of them. But then, so mum was like, well, let's put her on the diet. Then eventually took her to the dog barbers. Turns out she just got really hairy. Came back skeletally thin. <laughs> really? Just like, ooh, we should have been feeding her a lot more. Yeah, because we were like, why? I was like, oh, she's so slow at walking now. She's just turned into a big, fat, hairy ball. But in fact, she's so slow at walking because she was uh, going through starvation. But she's back, but Dora's back in the frame now. She's back in the love game. Healthy weight. What do you think a dog, what do you think an underdog dog is? You mean like the smallest type of dog? Or a dog that's rubbish? Just a dog that always overperforms. Okay. I'd uh, say a Jack Russell. Yeah, they are annoying. I hate them. I hate hate so much. Labs, they're the overdogs, aren't they? Because everyone thinks that they can do everything. Like a lab could do algebra. Golden Retriever. Yeah. It's so cute as well. Yeah, because they're a bit like the almost perfect golden retrievers aren't they you couldn't ask for a better dog because they're there like I am loyal probably quite arrogant yeah I'd say they're an arrogant dog I'll tell you what I wouldn't want is an Alsatian why because I feel they're like <laughs> oh okay yeah like aggressive big dogs yeah I think they control you as well and also they're, they're good looking they're probably better looking than you right? yeah they're just there like pouting I just pouted on radio yeah. but like they're just kind of pouting and it's like stop being so good looking you stupid dog like stupid dog. save some good looking for the rest of us yeah I'm probably going to have to get like some one of those disgusting like half naked dogs I saw some naked dogs the other day well like completely shaved yeah and they weren't that bad to be fair I could see myself getting one what an, a purely bald dog it had like the finest amount of hair on it like uh, a bald 40 year old I got a, my mum got a dog recently uh, a, a Weimaraner what's that it's dog. like if you've seen Fox and the Hound it's the hound in that like it's like a beagle a, it's like a beagle pretty much ugly dogs I hate them and that's similar kind of vibe it's like, bald. It's like really thin not thin it's just really short haired 
Mm. And it's like, I don't want one of those dogs. I want me a little fluffy Pomeranian that's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Is he, um, have you been under it yet? What, been under the Weimaraner? Mm-hmm. No. Can you guess the name of the dog? Uh, Dinorama? No, but that would have been a really good name. <laughs> Dinorama, the Weimaraner. Dinorama, the place in Shoreditch that has food. If you're listening, and I'm sure you will be, the nation's obviously listening. Yeah. You guys should get a Weimaraner called Dinorama. And um, do you know what the name of the underside of the dog is called? The underbelly? The belly. Is it just the belly? Yeah. The belly of the beast. Not the synovial joint, which is what I'm looking at right now. Tell me more about the synovial joint. It's about, uh, the synovial joint is, uh, I think it's like the elbow. Is it the elbow, so it's not spongy or, or kind of like a spongy material, similar to maybe marshmallow, which is the artist of our, oh, do you want to keep vibing on this dog underbelly thing? No. I thought you knew that bones were like a honeycomb structure. I did not know that bones are like honeycomb structure. Tell me more. Well, carry on with what you're trying to tie in. Well, I was just going to say that bones are honeycomb structures. Honeycombs are sweet, delicious treats. Mm-hmm. Sweet, delicious treats also relate to marshmallows. <laughs> and marshmallows is our next DJ with his song called Know Me. And you are going to hate this song, Mark. <laughs> but if you at home like kind of bouncy dance music, you're going to love it but this is called Know Me by Marshmallow. And we're back to Shouldn't You Be Working on Wandsworth Radio with Sam Peck and... Mark Ellings. And what do you love, Mark, apart from Wandsworth Radio? Festivals. Thank you. That's what you told me to say. I did say that, and also I said that as I pretty much pulled the mic up, so you might have even heard me yeah, say that. Did. I'm going to say what you love and you say festivals. And, like, what? <laughs> and then you were like, what? And I was like, I never said again! <laughs> um, but this is all part of the festival season at Wandsworth Radio where we will start to launch, well, pretty much just me and Mark, our own new feature called Restival. And Restival is what, Mark? Restival is you listening to us play bands that have been at festivals. Exactly. Pretty much you get to go to the festival from the comfort of your own casa. Casa. Casa? Casa. The listener. Uh, chambre. Casa. Chambre. Little. Uh, ba- bibliotech. Little. What? Bibli- bibliotech. What? Library? Yeah. What? Oh yeah, you might be listening to it from the library, I suppose. Um, so yeah, and and, and so we we've got loads of different tents coming up lined up. I'm I'm taking care of the first aid tent. I'm taking care of the dance tent, <laughs> and also the food tent. Oh yeah, what are you serving? Hot dogs. Just hot, cheap hot dogs. Cheap, cheap meat. Cheap meat. Cheap under like you're not meeting all the health regulation meat. But after the adverts coming up, we're now gonna get. Go, well, we're gonna go to Restival and play some music from these festivals. But here are the adverts. With Sam Peck and... Mark Ellings. On? Uh, Wandsworth Radio. On? Shouldn't you be working? At? Shouldn't you be working? 1 till 3 p.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite time of the year, Mark? Festival time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I keep on being told to say these things. But why is it festival time, Mark? What, why is it my favorite time? Yeah. You want the reason or because it's because we're restival? 
Restival. Okay, it's Restival. What's your favourite festival? It's Restival. It's Restival. What is Restival? Restival, essentially, is where we bring you festivals in London or across the country or even around the world to the comfort of your own living room, kitchen, or kotchen, as they call it in German. Do they? I don't know, probably. It's like kotchen. Um, uh, so, yeah, and we've got our first festival, which has just happened. Yep. Went off without a hitch, apparently, according to the news. Are you, are you looking at Lovebox News? Looking at Lovebox News. Apparently, uh, Gambino praised the um, Trump balloon. Did he? Nice. You know how just we will come on to the, the rest of all idea, which essentially will bring the music of Lovebox. Um, but did you know how much that, that thing cost, the balloon? No, but it looked pretty good quality, so I can imagine quite a lot. £30,000. Wow, that's a lot of plastic. Yeah, and like people were saying it's like a blimp. It's not a blimp, it was like a balloon. It was Have like you a, seen it? No, but I saw a picture of it in like quite a good scale, and someone, one of my mates was there, and they were like, it's not as big as you thought yeah, it was Yeah, my mate said it's quite small. It's yeah. a grower. No, it's a shower. No, it's a grower. No, it's not either. It's neither. It's, it's neither a grower nor a shower. It's, it's a just, shower. Yeah, it's a shower, but kind of not a shower. It's a rubbish shower looking at some other things <laughs> what are you uh, looking at uh, just Gambino's gig looked really good yeah also handsome well. guy as well the one of the most handsome yeah. guys hey we said we'd swap lives with Dua Lipa but you'd also swap lives with Glover it, right in a heartbeat Childish Gambino and also great name you know how he got his name what Childish Gambino Childish Gambino yeah. He got his name because he went on the Wu-Tang Clan oh, name generator you, we can do that while the song plays because we'll Wu-Tang Clan were here but we can't find any songs that are clean but Childish Gambino is actually the headliner on Saturday so he's going to be our headline act so he's going to be at the end of the show we'll be playing a bit of Childish Gambino Yeah. but the first act of the day that we'll be playing is Bonobo and yes. me and Mark both wanted to choose a song from their back, back catalogue but I lost on Rock Paper Scissors yeah what did you want to play? I wanted to play all, in all forms and I wanted to play Kong because it's the only song I know by Bonobo. Is it the only one? Have you ever seen them live? I have seen them. I saw him, this whole set, the whole DJ, no, not DJ set, the whole instruments and all that sort of thing. Saw him yeah. at Wilderness. Was he good? It was all right, but I don't know, a bit bored by the end. Yeah, like I've seen him play like instrumental and DJ. Instrumental, genuinely boring, and DJ said he didn't really play any of his own songs. He just played like really standard house. But not slamming Bonobo, you're a fantastic producer, and this is him, this is Bonobo with Kong. Go. So thank you for choosing that one, Mark, because it's actually not that bad. Yeah, it's a good one. God, it's loud in these cans, boy. Well, apparently mine are now super quiet because earlier beforehand, my ears were bleeding because yeah. it was just too loud. Uh, so, yeah, that was a uh, bonobo. That was bonobo. Animal. Yeah, exactly. Kong. Bonobo monkey. And Kong is also King Kong, the big gorilla. Yep. And if you haven't heard any bonobo, definitely go check them out because they are banging. <laughs> And Bonobo is an example of perseverance because he started in 2000. Seriously? Yeah. So he was an underdog? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, but I mean, God, can you imagine? I mean, think about how quickly we give up stuff, right? Yeah. It took it. it he, Bonobo has been a, a name in the community for what, since 2015? Which is, a, well, yeah. No, he's been big since, I'd say, college for me, which was 2011. So, yeah, 11 years, right? Yeah. Of just doing, like, shows in pubs and then eventually songs like that, Kong songs, all right? Well, like, I think his first album was actually, like, really good as well. Do which is a shame. Have you listened to it? Yeah, I think there's a few songs on it which are like, oh, this is this is like his good stuff, and it's like, how didn't he get big? But we move on at our restival, which is just replicating the Love Box <laughs> lineup. And if you weren't here for it, restival, essentially, we're bringing the festival to you wherever you are. And this week, it's Love Box because it was on this week. Um, we just had Bonobo, who was one of the bigger acts. We're running out of time, so we haven't got all the time to, to play all the DJs we want. Um, the next act up is camel fat and oh, what yeah have you never heard of camel fat well, we're going from big to bigger no we are like it goes bonobo then camel fat who camel fat so i don't know camel fat are very hot right now in the dance world so essentially last summer they came out with cola which was the anthem of the summer Blech. literally everyone was playing it and it is a great song and even if you don't like dance music i think this is one for you bit of a cheesy lyric but it's a banger and we are now going to what four five o'clock in the festival in time. In the festival time, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's you know the, it's getting cooler. Yeah, so you can actually enjoy it. Yeah, and you've got a crispy cider in one hand. Or a warm cider. Warm cider, or you've just gone and spent four pound, uh, probably like six pound fifty for a pint. Exactly. Yeah. So you've either taken like the warmest ciders from your tent, or your. Ponying up some serious bumps for a real pint. But luckily for you, you're just at home. Crack a cold one from the fridge, boys. Get one from the fridge. And listen to Cola by Camel Fat. And that was Camel Fat with Cola, Mark. Uh, it was all right. I mean, it was the last 20 seconds were good. Yes, true. I liked it all. Do you like? Do you, do you know all of Camel Fat's back catalogue? Well, let me give you a quick run through of them. No, I do know quite a few of their songs. They're very, very good. Um, did they use talk the Wu-Tang name generated for their name? They did not. But in terms of perseverance, again, these guys started in 2008. Not quite as impressive as Bonobo's 18 years, but... Yeah. 10 years again of like having nothing like literally nothing and then being like yeah right and then making the coca-cola song no nah, they, they made like a song probably three years ago that was quite big but like coca-cola or cola got to number one in the charts in the uk really i think or like number it got very high no that's not true at all it got to number one in the u.s dance charts which is actually pretty banging and 30 and number 18 in the uk overall charts fantastic Fantastic. Well, that means they got into the uh, the top 40, which is pretty impressive, mm. you rat bag. Um, but we move on, and because of time, we've got to skip probably this section from five to about probably seven now, because wow. we're going straight into NERD. Ah, so we're getting to the bigger kahunas. We're getting to the bigger kahunas, exactly. And what's your thoughts on NERD? Good. I didn't really think, I mean, have they put out new music? Is that why they're here? Because I thought Pharrell was on other things. Concentrating on his clothes and, and not and whatnot. Yeah, and also selling out really hard. How so? Because he did that happy song. That happy song. I mean, he must be the richest person in the world after that. Oh, it's so bad as well. Because it is used on every single TV show ever. 
So the royalties, he's screaming. Yeah, like literally making so much cash. And yeah. we now go to the song. What is it? Uh, <laughs> she wants to move. N-E-R-D. Let's do it. Let go. <laughs> Watch it. Great intro. Underdog. Restival right now, so it's is it eight PM maybe headline time? Exactly. It's about eight eight PM. We're getting to headliners because at Headli- headlines normally nine PM. Exactly. PM? Well it depends on what time the festival finishes because Love Box finishes at ten thirty. Yeah, I know. because I was thinking of going the Friday but never would have made it in time. Yeah, kinda of pointless. But by eight PM at a festival, I mean you're probably hitting your peak of where you want to be, right? Yeah, you're a bit uh, tipsy, you've had a couple glasses of rose. Yeah. And you're just thinking, let's try and get to the front. Do you go to the front when you're at festivals? Depends who I'm seeing. If I really, really like them, I will try and get to the front. But other than that, nah, it's too much ha- hassle. I want to be in a good spot where I can dance. Exactly. And yeah, you don't want to be like thrown around by the wave of people. Yeah. When I went to see, um, I actually saw Pharrell at Glastonbury. And he was so bad. Because like, the only song we caught was Happy. And you're at Glastonbury and you're like, what are we doing listening to Happy? But it was raining as well. Yeah, but and then after that was Tame Impala, and Tame Impala was so good. It was the only time it didn't rain the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're Tame Impala, they're too cool for rain. Yeah, this next song I actually saw whilst doing litter duty at Glastonbury, because every time I've been, I've picked up rubbish. Okay. Because you get that sweet free ticket. And this one, I was doing litter, litter picking duty, and it was torrentially raining. And I mean, like... I, I was like soaked through completely, and here's it. Skepta. Um, Skepta, oh, exactly. Good guess. Nice guess, mate. But the thing is, from two years ago, where they were playing at like four o'clock at Glastonbury, which is still pretty good, they now headline festivals because they headlined on Friday. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and didn't they? No, that was the other week where Skepta brought on Drake at Wireless. That was last year. That was literally last oh, week. that's because old Khaled cancelled. Is that what happened? DJ Khaled cancelled, so Drake took his place. Oh, what a legend as well. Do you think DJ Khaled was like, Drake, can you do this one for me? Yeah, well, but Khaled's scared of flying, so apparently that's why he didn't come. That's actually why. Yeah. Fair enough. We learn something new every day. But this is Skepta, Shut Down. And we're back with uh, Rest of All. Well, you're listening to Shouldn't You Be Working with Sam Peck and Mark Ellings. We're currently doing oh. Rest of All, which is not a deal. Uh, we're doing Rest of All, and essentially Rest of All is where we bring a festival to your living room. And this week... Just as fun as being at the usual festival. Yeah, just just as good. i tell you what, it's more fun than being at a festival on a Sunday because the last day of a festival is the worst place to be in the world. It's just kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, because because and also you see some people who are still trying to keep the party going. Like they're dancing next to a chip van that has some music coming from it. Yeah, that and was you, literally me. Though. Oh, you're like tent up, let's get out, evac. 
Yeah, like let's just call it a day, guys. Yeah, immediate uh, Sunday, you you leave first thing. Yeah, what you leave first thing on a Sunday? Like you wake up. Well, I think we'll be on the road by half ten. Well, you don't do Sunday night. No, do Sunday night. Oh, Monday morning. Sorry. Uh, Monday morning. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst. Absolutely. Oh my word. There is nothing quite as depressing as the day after a festival that's, at a festival. That's what I'm talking about. Oh god. When I did again cleaning up at Glastonbury, not Lovebox, but like which is the festival we're talking about. But when I did the clean up at Glastonbury, I had to stay on Monday and do the tidy up oh. on Monday morning, and I literally was like, I am. Never been more depressed in my entire life. Didn't sleep the whole night as well because our shift was at 6 a.m. So we were like, there's no point sleeping. I want to give everyone a bit of advice. There's always point sleeping. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, Monday morning, always the worst part. So we get to our headliner now, right? We do get to our headliner. And because we won't have enough time after the song as well and to tie up with our earlier theme of underdogs <laughs> as well, we did a poll on Instagram on my account, at Sam Lee Peck, if you want to follow, on were England underdogs at the World Cup and with 77% of the vote, people think, yes, they were the underdog. Good. Yeah. Well, we all thought that. We all thought that. But there were some people. And also, all the people who said no were from Norway. Really? <laughs> like three people from Norway, one person from Spain, and then one English person, which you've let the whole country you've let down. you let the country down. But uh, what would Churchill think? So, headlining time. Headlining time. It's Childish Gambino. With his probably his best song. Oh, it's such a banger. And it's got 27 instruments in it. Oh, yeah, because you tried to make it or something. Yeah, but this is Childish Gambino with Redbone. Enjoy. And a lovely intro as Let's well. Let's hope it works. Thanks for listening, guys. You've, yeah. I've been Sam Peck. Mark Ellings. And shouldn't be working. Tune in next week. Yeah. One, two, three, 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 two